Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shalom, and this is Karen, and I am your reader today. Today is Thursday, February 1st, which is also the 22nd of Shvat on the Hebrew calendar. Our parasha this week is Yitro, or Jethro, which is the name of Moshe's father-in-law. And our portion that we are reading from today is in Exodus or Shemot, chapter 19, verses 7 through 19. But before we get started reading in our Torah portion today, let's take this time together to truly bless the Lord for His Word and the gift that it is toward to us in our day-to-day lives. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. So Moshe went, called for the elders of the people, and put before them all these words that the Lord had commanded him. All the people answered together and said, Everything that the Lord has spoken, we will do. Then Moshe reported the words of the people to the Lord. The Lord said to Moshe, I am about to come to you in a thick cloud, so that the people will hear when I speak with you, and believe you forever. Then Moshe told the words of the people to the Lord. The Lord said to Moshe, Go to the people and sanctify them today, and tomorrow let them wash their clothing. Be ready for the third day. For on the third day the Lord will come down upon Mount Sinai in the sight of all the people. You are to set boundaries for the people all around, saying, Be very careful not to go up onto the mountain, or touch the border of it. Whoever touches the mountain will surely be put to death. Not a hand is to touch it, but he will surely be stoned or shot through. Whether it is an animal or a man, it will not live. When the shofar sounds, they may come up to the mountain. Then Moshe went down from the mountain to the people consecrated them, and then they washed their clothing. He said to the people, Be ready for the third day. Do not draw near your wives. In the morning of the third day, 
there was thundering and lightning, a thick cloud on the mountain, and the blast of an exceedingly loud shofar. All the peoples in the camp trembled. Then Moshe brought the people out of the camp to meet God, and they stood at the lowest part of the mountain. Now the entire Mount Sinai was in smoke, because the Lord had descended upon it in fire. The smoke ascended like the smoke of a furnace. The whole mountain quaked greatly. When the sound of the shofar grew louder and louder, Moshe spoke, and God answered him with a thunderous sound. That was Exodus, O Shemot, chapter 19, verses 7 through 19. And continue on to our reading in the Prophets, or the Nevi'im, we are reading in 1 Kings, chapter 11. Now King Shlomo loved so many foreign women, beside the daughter of Pharaoh, Moabites, Ammonites, Edomites, Sidonians, and Hittites, from the nations of whom the Lord had said to the children of Israel, You shall not associate with them, nor they associate with you, for surely they will turn your heart away after their gods. Shlomo clung to them for love, so he had seven hundred wives as princesses and three hundred concubines. And his women led his heart astray, for it came about as Shlomo grew old that his wives led his heart away after other gods, so that his heart was no longer wholly devoted to the Lord his God, unlike the heart of his father David. For Shlomo went after Ashtiroth, the goddess of the Sidonians, and after Milcom, the abomination of the Ammonites. So Shlomo did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord, and did not fully follow after the Lord, unlike his father David. At that time Shlomo also built a high place for Chilmush, the detested thing of Moab, on the mount near Yerushalayim as well as for Molech, the detested thing of the children of Ammon. Thus he did for all his foreign wives, who were burning incense and offering sacrifices to their gods. So the Lord became angry with Shlomo, because his heart had turned away from the Lord, the God of Israel, who had appeared to him twice. He had commanded him about this, that he should not go after other gods, Yet he did not keep what the Lord had commanded. So the Lord said to Shlomo, Since you have done this and did not keep my covenant and my statutes that I commanded you, I will surely tear the kingdom away from you and give it to your servant. Nevertheless, I will not do it in your days for David your father's sake, but I will tear, <clears throat> but I will tear it away from the hand of your son. Yet I will not tear away the whole kingdom, but will give one tribe to your son for my servant David's sake, and for the sake of Yerushalayim, which I have chosen. Then the Lord raised up an adversary to Shlomo, Hadad the Edomite, of the royal line of Edom. Earlier, when David was at war with Edom, Joab, commander of the army, went up to bury the slain, and had struck down every male in Edom. Yoav and all Israel remained there six months until he had cut off every male in Edom. But Hadid and some Edomites, servants of his father, 
had fled to Egypt, while Hadid was a small boy. Setting out from Midian, they came to Paran, and took men from Paran along with them, and went to Egypt, to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, who gave him a house, allotted him food, and gave him land. Then Hadid found great favor in Pharaoh's eyes, so that he gave him his own the sister of Queen Tafinus as wife. The sister of Tafinus gave birth to his son, Genubath. Tafinus weaned him in Pharaoh's palace, and Genubath remained in Pharaoh's palace among Pharaoh's sons. Now when Hadid heard in Egypt that David slept with his fathers, and that Joab, commander of the army, was dead, Hadid said to Pharaoh, Let me leave so I may go to my own country. Then Pharaoh replied to him, What do you lack with me, that all of a sudden you seek to go back to your own country? Nothing, he said. Nevertheless, let me go anyway. Then God raised up another adversary against him, Rezan, son of Eliada, who had fled from his lord king, Hadad-Ezer of Zobah, when David killed them. He then gathered men to himself and became the leader of a marauding band that went to Damascus and dwelt there and gained control in Damascus. Rizon was an adversary to Israel all the days of Shlomo, adding to the trouble that was Hadid. He despised Israel while he reigned over Aram. Then there was Jeroboam, son of Nebat. The name of his mother, a widow, was Zeruah, an Ephraimite of Zeradah. Though he was Shlomo's servant, he also raised a hand against the king. Now the reason that he raised a hand against the king was this. Shlomo built the Milo and closed the breach of the city of his father David. Now the man Jeroboam was mighty of strength. When Shlomo saw that the young man was industrious, he appointed him over the entire labor force of the house of Yosef. It was around that time when Jeroboam went out of Jerusalem that the prophet Aiyah the Shilonite found him on the road. Now Aiyah had covered himself in a new cloak, and the two of them were alone in the field. Then Aiyah seized the new cloak that was on him, tore it into twelve pieces, and said to Jeroboam, Take ten pieces for yourself, for thus says the Lord, God of Israel, Behold, I will tear the kingdom out of Shlomo's hand, and will give ten tribes to you, but he will have one tribe. For my servant David's sake, and for the sake of Jerusalem, the city which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel. For they have abandoned me, and have worshipped Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Sidonians, Chimoth, the god of Moab, and Milko, the god of the children of Ammon. They have not walked in my ways, nor done what is right in my eyes, nor kept my statutes and my ordinances, as his father David did. Nevertheless, I will not take the whole kingdom out of his hand, but I will keep him as a ruler all the days of his life for the sake of my servant David, whom I chose, because he kept my mitzvot and my statutes. Yet I will take the kingdom out of his son's hand, 
and I will give it to you, the ten tribes. So his son I will give one tribe, so that my servant David may have a lamp every day before me in Yerushalayim, the city that I chose for myself to put my name there. So I will take you, and you will reign over all that your soul desires. You will be king over Israel. Then it will be, if you obey everything I command you, and walk in my ways, and do what is right in my eyes, keeping my statutes and my mitzvot, as my servant David did, then I will be with you, and will establish for you a lasting dynasty, as I did for David. I will give Israel to you, so I will for this afflicted David's seed, but not for all days. Therefore Shlomo sought to kill Jeroboam, but Jeroboam got up and fled to Egypt, to Sheshik, king of Egypt. He remained in Egypt until the death of Shlomo. Now the rest of the acts of Shlomo, and all that he did, and his wisdom, are they not recorded in the book of the acts of Shlomo? So the days of Shlomo's kingship in Jerusalem over all Israel was forty years. Then Shlomo slept with his fathers, and was buried in the city of his father David, and his son Rehoboam was king in his place. That was First Kings chapter eleven. In our reading in the Ketuvim, or the writings, we are going to be reading in Psalms chapter 102 today. A prayer of the afflicted one, when he is faint and pours out his lament before the Lord. O Lord, hear my prayer. Let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day of my distress. Turn your ear to me in the day I call. Answer me quickly, for my days vanish like smoke, and my bones are burned like coals. My heart is stricken and withered like grass, so that I even forget to eat my bread. Because of the sound of my groaning, my bones cling to my flesh. I am like a pelican in the desert, like an owl of the waste places. I lie awake like a lonely bird on a roof. My enemies taunt me all day. My deriders use my name to curse, for I have eaten ashes like bread and mixed my drink with tears because of your indignation and wrath, for you have picked me up and tossed me aside. My days are like a lengthening shadow, and I wither away like grass. But you, O Lord, sit enthroned forever. Your renown is from generation to generation. You will arise and have compassion on Sion, for it is time to show favor to her. For the appointed time has come, for her stones are dear to your servants, and they cherish her dust. So the nation will fear the Lord's name, and all the kings of the earth your glory. For the Lord has rebuilt Sion, he has appeared in his glory, he has turned to the prayer of the destitute and has not despised their prayer. Let it be written for a generation to come, that a people to be created may praise the Lord. For he looked down from his holy height. From heaven the Lord gazed on the earth, to hear the groaning of the prisoner, 
to set free those condemned to death, to declare the name of the Lord in Zion and his praises in Yerushalayim. When the peoples and the kingdoms assemble to worship the Lord, he brought down my strength in mid-course, he shortened my days. I say, my God, do not take me up in the middle of my days. Your years endure through all generations. Long ago you founded the earth. The heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you will remain. All of them will wear out like a garment. Like clothing you change them, so they change. But you are the same, and your years will never end. The children of your servant will live. Their descendants will be established before you. It was Psalm 102. And to our final reading today, we'll be reading in Luke chapter 24, verses 28 through 53. They approached the village where they were going, and he acted as though he were going further on. But they urged him, saying, Stay with us, for it is nearly evening, and the day is already gone. So he went in to stay with them. And it happened that when he was reclining at the table with them, he took the matzah, offered a bracha, and breaking it, gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he disappeared from them. They said to one another, Did not our heart burn within us while he was speaking with us on the road, while he was explaining the scriptures to us? And they got up that very hour and returned to Jerusalem. They found the eleven and others with them gathered together, saying, The Lord is risen indeed, and has appeared to Shimon. Then they began telling about the events on the road, and how he became recognized by them in the breaking of the matzah. While they were speaking of these things, Yeshua himself stood in the midst of them, saying, Shalom Aleichem. But they were startled and terrified, thinking they were seeing a ghost. Then he said to them, Why are you so shaken, and why do doubts arise in your heart? Look at my hands and my feet. It is I myself. Touch me, and I see. For a spirit doesn't have flesh and bones as you see I have. And when he said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. But while they were still in disbelief, Due to joy and wonder, he said to them, Do you have anything to eat here? They gave him a piece of boiled fish, and he took it and ate it in their presence. Then he said to them, These are my words which I spoke to you while I was still with you. Everything written concerning me in the Torah of Moshe and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. And he said to them, So it is written that the Messiah is to suffer and to rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance for the removal of sins is to be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning from Yerushalayim. You are witnesses of these things, and behold, I am sending the promise of my Father upon you. But you are to stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high. Then Yeshua led them out as far as Betania, and he lifted up his hands and blessed them. 
And while blessing them, he departed from them and was taken up into heaven. After worshiping him, they returned to Jerusalem with great joy, and they were continually in the temple praising God. That was Luke chapter 24, verses 28 through 53. If you are going through the apostolic writings twice this year, today you would also be reading 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Until next time, busy moms, this is Karen wishing you shalom from the Golan Heights. Mm-hmm.